This week's Winefellers is brought to you by the Hillsborough Tourism Board. Low on gas and near exit 164 during normal business hours? Visit Hillsborough. Learjet, introducing our new Sommelier Interior Edition with Wine Cellar and Monogrammed Ice Bucket. Fly high above the indolent rubes in a Learjet. And River of Life Lutheran Church, reminding you to ask yourself, are you the reason why Jesus came? Welcome to this week's episode of The Wine Fellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of TrueBottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are the Wine On the most curiously sublime episode of the Winefellers ever, we will inform you about a very important public service announcement recently released from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC. And then we will be blessed by another highly anticipated visit from Ripple enthusiast, restaurateur, and metallurgist, Alex Coates who will be devising fabulous mixed drink creations from the dregs. Or for those of you who don't know what that is, it's the last ounce or so of alcohol that remains in liquor bottles after throwing a large party. All on this week's groundbreaking episode of The Wine Fellers. But first, it's the wine news. Welcome to North Carolina's only fine wine newscast, where your good wine fellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories from this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. This week on the Winefellers News, does your life happen to be endangered by a deranged bear? If so, you need to start drinking more wine. Do you wish to dine at an establishment where you're served very expensive wines by the spoonful? Well, then you need to visit the Trump International Hotel. Are you sick and tired of spilling red wine on your nice white shirt when eating out? Sounds like it's time you dine shirtless. All that 
on the news, Mark. Hey, Joe. How hey, you doing? man. Oh, happy Winefellers Monday to you. Oh, this is, I am so excited. I can't tell you. I can tell you are just bursting at the seams today. I am. I have very important informa- information, actually secretive information, to let you know uh, what other people might not know is that this is supposed to be our best show ever. <laughs> Yep, and for uh, people just tuning in for the first time today, um, they'll be glad to know that moving every show, every Winefellers episode is better than the last one. Well, possibly. I mean, the last few weeks weren't so good, but this one, this one <laughs> is going to be fabulous. I I'm, mean, just, I'm on board with this one, okay, man. I'm okay. on board with it. We're starting off with some great wine news. I, I read the kind of the trailers, the oh, teasers here. You have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. I know there's some bears and shirtless wine drinking involved, so tell me tell me more. Okay. Jack Ballantyne of Saskatchewan, Canada, is lucky to be walking away with only claw marks on his arm <laughs> and a sore back after encountering a bear while drinking wine in a remote area of Canada last Friday. I was wondering how you were going to tie deranged bear to drinking wine and my goodness you've done it well according to published reports Ballantyne's sister said a bear approached her brother from behind <laughs> took a swipe at him and he went flying once Ballantyne realized the threat he proceeded to use a wine bottle to fend off the bear wow i know luckily he was able to punch the bear in the nose with the bottle after the attack he was airlifted to a local hospital with internal bleeding and lucky to be alive. Oh, good. Okay, he lived. For a minute there, I thought this was going to be a, an unhappy story. This is another reason why you should drink in the woods. That's right. I mean, if if, I, if we haven't given you many reasons why you should enjoy a glass of wine now and then for health reasons or whatever else, at least you, you owe it to yourself to do it for public safety. What on earth would you do? Let's say you put, put yourself in his shoes. Yes. All right? And the bear is there mm-hmm. and he hits you you don't you're not drinking at all first off right by drinking you're numbing any future pain that is going to come from the attack oh good point so you're almost preloading yourself there with with uh, some you know it's a good point you can fight longer that way and, yeah, absolutely and uh-huh. so <laughs> a little bit longer and then yeah. then uh you don't want to drink too much wine because <laughs> if the bear comes across yeah. a man just passed out in the woods right it could end poorly for you well try fending yourself uh, off from a bear also with a beer can. Good luck with that. Oh, my gosh. You've seen bears. They'll just eat a beer can. Yeah, or like a little miniature whiskey bottle. Good luck. No, I'm <laughs> an airplane <laughs> bottle. Yeah, that's going to work. Yeah. You know, so he had the one, a wine bottle. He had now, the one device. Now, I've he... never actually used a wine bottle to try and knock out a bear, you know, much less any, any other thing in my life. But, but uh, you've used a wine bottle for self-protection before. I must... N- <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I do keep a wine bottle on my bedside table at all times. Well, that's right. So, so <laughs> I don't think it was for uh, personal protection. Well, <laughs> but now I, I'm glad to know it kind of doubles. Well, that's what I, that. I I have wine bottles in every room in the house, and I tell my wife that's what it's for. Would a, is this true? Would a wine bottle yes. really be, is it that strong? Well, get this. The latest wildlife attack comes only a few weeks after a 26-year-old man was attacked by a wolf while at Camaco Cigars Lake north of Saskatoon. In that more serious attack, the gentleman involved was not drinking wine and therefore unable to fend himself off from the wild animal with a wine bottle. No way. So he went to the hospital as well and suffered more serious injuries. Oh, my gosh. What attacked him? Not a bear. Uh... A uh, wolf or something. A wolf. Yeah. 
But he's going to... You know, wow. I know. I bet he wishes he'd been drinking that evening. I know. That's right. So, Or know, I guess, you know, we could even come up with a new line of like, um, you know, shotgun shooters <laughs> where you just fill the barrel up with liquor and just drink out of a shotgun. Oh, good. Right. I mean, because it's like a, a bottle, uh-huh. but better. Right. What is could it, go does wrong? Does the gun actually shoot? I yeah, of course. Confused. It's a real shotgun. Oh, okay. You just you put your, your rounds in it. Right. You, uh, and then you, you pour the liquor in the barrel. Yes. And you walk into the woods. I see. So, right. And, you and, put your lips right up to the barrel. Yeah. Right? And just gotcha. tilt the tilt the gun yeah, upward. So it does both. I see. Any gun safety program would be perfectly, perfectly fine <laughs> with this concept. But I'm, here's what I'm asking, man. <laughs> yeah. If you swing a, a uh, wine bottle uh-huh. at a bear... First off, I don't think you're going to have the reach. But if somehow, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can somehow get that bottle in there and pop him on the nose with it. Right. I, I don't know if it's going to even phase him. I think this guy. But it did. I'm not, it's not uh, even hypothetical. He's, that's why he's alive today. Maybe it's just chance. Oh, you think he was just drunk? He's just like, he like, was drunk and he's just swinging around. Or, or maybe, like, maybe he never even hit the thing. But after the fact, he just had to come up with some reason to sound like he fought back somehow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I swung it at him. Did you hit him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I no, hit but, him. No, but he had a witness, his, his, oh, the, his sister. So he saw, she saw the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and she might have been face down and drunk, too, but who knows? <laughs> so. <laughs> the second story. Only a few short shows ago, we held one of our best wine pairings, if you'll remember. Oh, we, I don't know about we this. We paired Toka, we did, Toka, Toka, i.e. Asu. Ah, yes. That was that uh, Hungarian sweet wine that we had. Mm. We, we paired with Fargois. Delicious. The, the oh, that was fantastic. Wasn't that wonderful? So we, compare, we, so we paired those. And those is a wonderful wine. They're the best wine Hungary makes. And uh, so with this in mind. Trump International Hotel Director of Food and Beverages, Daniel Madavian, okay. dons white gloves to pour this wine by the spoonful. The very wine we were drinking? Yeah. By the spoonful. He lays down a silver what? tray lined with a cloth napkin, followed by a one-ounce crystal vessel. The vessel is quite tiny, basically in the shape of a soup spoon you might find in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. But much heavier. Hmm. So uh, the sips are one of the biggest splurges at the hotel lobby bar of Donald Trump's $200 million plus spectacles, which opened a week ago in the old post, post office building in D.C. Wow. A single ounce will cost you anywhere from 15 to $140. Oh, that's ridiculous, Mark. It's true. Madavian came up with the idea as a way for patrons to sample pricey wines at a slightly more accessible price. <laughs> $15. For a spoonful, up to one hundred and forty is actually one hundred forty dollars yeah, for a spoonful. Now, now here's the thing: um, we both understand how incredibly expensive some wines can be. Yeah, you know, you talk about you know, and this uh, wine isn't cheap. I mean, I'm not, you know, but it's not that expensive. I mean, the markup is like that's a what I'm asking. Thousand you. percent. That's what I'm asking you. Like, if we had the opportunity to drink, you know, a 1990 DRC right. for you know, get like a spoonful for one hundred fifty bucks. Uh, it would be pricey, yeah. But I don't have ten grand to spend on that bottle. Yeah, I mean, you might be approaching a better price. Yeah, that that might be actually reasonable for that wine, but for this wine, it is not reasonable. I mean, it's just I, I mean, hear you. Well, we we drank we drank an entire market. bottle here the other the other week. Right, exactly. And, and it was not 
fifteen dollars a spoonful. No, no. I mean, it was not you know cheap wine, but it was yeah. So so Daniel Swart- interesting. Daniel Swartz of the Washington Washingtonian, and he decided to try it out. So he and a date ordered three of the wines. Uh, Swartz said the experience involved a high degree of pomp and circumstance, along with a wow factor. <laughs> so Swartz, well, if you're charging that much, you've got to wrap it in ceremony, right? And you know, of course, you're sitting in a bar; everyone's watching this happen. You know, you're, oh, you're like boy. big man on campus. So Swartz said that he definitely stood <laughs> out as most of the clientele—a mix of hotel guests, uh, reporters, and Trump fans who stocked the lobby with uh, "Make America Great Again" caps. Uh, oh, so, that this so, is perfect. You're—I <laughs> imagine the scene right now, like right. drinking wine by the spoonful. <laughs> Inside of a Trump rally is basically so you, you see kind of like there's kind of a hodgepodge of people walking around. Uh, so one member of a party happened to be drinking wine with an appetizer while proudly proclaiming that he was a deplorable. So, you know, this is, you know, what's going on oh, while you're drinking boy. your uh, one ounce pour of wine. So, oh, geez. I mean, that's so tedious. Yeah. And when I drink my one ounce pour of wine out of a crystal sp- crystal spoon, I want to be, you know, I want to be left alone. I just want, I want, I don't I, want to see anyone. I don't want to see anyone. I don't, I don't, want, I don't, I don't want, want anyone to see me. I don't want protesters. I want to experience the experience, you know? And so this, you know, this kind of probably ruined it for him. So, so he said there were several dozen protesters parading outside in front of the bar, which was strange though. So of the appetizers being served, probably the strangest one okay. in the context of what he was drinking, what was going on was a $16 order of hipster fries. What are hipster fries? Like fries with everything on well, it? It's like potatoes slathered in Parmesan beef jerky and uh, shishito peppers. Um, but and they're called hipster fries. Well, that's a strange. You got to stop on this one. That's Mark. a strange thing to serve at a Trump uh, restaurant, don't you think? Hipster. Hipster fries. Well, I you know I don't know anything about uh, the political landscape and who's for who. Oh, you know hipsters. Yeah, but hipsters almost are so cool. They, they, I could see them being drawn to the worst possible candidate. Almost like they wear the ugliest plaid shirt they could find. Right. So, so, right. As you're saying, as a statement, I get you. While they might go there and eat those fries, they wouldn't vote for them. Yeah. You know, you just. They're listening to their Walkman. They're like, but they're so. Exactly. They go down to the, the voting booth that still uses the old timey. You know, paper ballots. Right. Right. That's right. They, they don't want to use electronic. Yeah, I get it. So they walk in there to the voting booth with their, uh, the hipsters will walk in with their portable phonograph. Should we apologize to the hipsters right now or is that? Well, you know, we've been tackling a lot of, um, a lot of crazy topics on the Weinfellers lately. I think we have. And, you know, we recently, maybe, I don't know, a month ago, had some millennials on. That's right. Now, they swore up and down they were not hipsters. That they right. Did, this yes. is a different. They were very clear that they were millennials, but not hipsters. Exactly. I think we need to have some hipsters on the show. We're going to invite clear some this all up, and we should do a wine pairing with hipster fries and drink wine by the spoonful. We'll put some Trump uh, posters up in here. We'll get the whole vibe going. All right. Well, listen uh, next week. We'll see what we can do about bringing we'll, on the. Hipsters. We'll get that all up. Now, um, I interrupted you, Mark. Oh no 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 you didn't that was it. <laughs> that was the story and that was an interruption worth worth going for there no because we wanted to make sure we left uh, enough time for the best story of the week.
Oh my gosh. Yeah, this okay. <laughs> Tell me all about it. There's a restaurant in Italy where you can drink red wine while virtually guaranteeing that you won't spill any on your nice white shirt. I have no idea how this works. I know. L'Italio <laughs> L'Italio Americano is Italy's first and only nudist restaurant that recently opened its doors near Milan. Is this where you've been spending all your time these days, Mark? Oh yeah, it's interesting pictures, but just I'm just you know looking just for to do reconnaissance. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so like late at night, you're doing some research. Wife walks in, doing research I'm on just, the show. It's Weinfeller stuff. There is basically one rule for this restaurant: in order to get in and dine, you must be totally naked. No shirts, panties, boxers, or even g-strings are allowed. Yeah, but do they have like a chain? They must have a changing room, like a coat a coat closet. I'll get to that. It's oh, a good question. Boy. It's a very good question. Oh boy! So inside the the ambience is 1930s Art Nouveau with posh white sofas. No, that's not a good color. <laughs> Covered in velvet cushions. <laughs> I don't make this up. Oh my! There God. are also white plastic tables and red chairs. You know, th- this is <laughs> every wife knows that yeah. that's a horrible choice for a, the, the the upholstery color in yeah. a nudist. Yeah, I if mean, you, if you're having naked people, I have not yeah. owned white underwear since I was married. Oh no, you go with black. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just and you burn them when you're done with them. Yeah, that that was an interesting choice. <laughs> um, you know, oh, the like, cleanup crew must just be hating it. But I think they actually found a solution to that. I'll okay, tell you in right. a second. But okay. in, the, in, in the restaurant, there's a bar for <laughs> evening drinks, a dining spot, which transforms into a disco floor at midnight, <laughs> and a cozy candlelit lounge area for the after-dinner relaxation. So once you enter <laughs> L'Italio Americano, you must immediately strip naked. According to the owner, quote, clients are led to the undressing room where they leave all their belongings. <laughs> Ladies are allowed to take a small clutch okay. or makeup only, and the guys are allowed to take a pouch for cash. A that, pouch. That's how they describe it. But that's it. That's got to be like your wallet over there in Italia. Yeah. All right. They call it their pouch. <laughs> so that's all. So you, they bring you to a dressing room. Hmm. And then, you know, you have a undress- private dressing room. What's the point? Yeah, that's a good thought. I mean, <laughs> well, you're going to go and you're going to see everyone anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know. I don't know, Mark. Some <laughs> people might feel more comfortable being naked than being seen unrobing or, huh. or taking your clothes off because you know uh you know uh, think about it some folks you know maybe uh you know you can strike a pose yes if you're naked totally naked like already naked strike and someone pose? well think about it like everyone draws the nude models in the art class but they're sitting there Right, because they can people, strike a pose. People aren't sitting there striking poses. Well, I'm just saying it's oh, easier to look good when you're already naked. Oh, you're no saying no one ever takes a picture of someone right, halfway getting I undressed. Yeah, I know you're right. You're right. Yeah, sometimes when I'm taking off my underwear, I can get a little unbalanced and fall. Uh, <laughs> and I look, I don't look really graceful about it. And I could see that someone looking at me, if they're looking at me, thinking that guy looks. Really I have good. the same problem. You're bouncing around trying to trying to get up not and, to fall. Right. Maybe because right? you've had a glass or two of wine. Exactly. And you end up like you know falling into your side table and boom. <laughs> right. and so so yeah, I would want. Right. I mean, imagine if you fell into another guest. <laughs> it would just be very embarrassing. Right, or the maitre d'. So, <laughs> at, at the entrance, your hand this is, is crazy. Your en- at the entrance, your hand, so this is going to answer another question for you. This is good. I'm, I'm learning so much right you're now. You're handed a small 
soft white cotton towel to carry around and sit on for hygienic purposes. So there you go with a white. Pl- yeah, but again, it's a white towel. You know, <laughs> I, know, I mean, why, just why would they what give if you a black what towel? If you, you know, I would not. Yeah. I would be afraid to stand up, even <laughs> though I'm sitting on a white towel. Why a white towel? Oh, geez, and not to mention, it's like people are drinking wine and eating dinner while yeah. this is happening. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not. It's gonna get your gastrointestinal enough. system moving. And yeah, I'm just not clean enough. I'm not saying these people are gonna, you know, but just you, completely relieve themselves on these these towels. Yeah. But I, you know, someone is passing gas. Well, <laughs> it's gonna happen, dude. I think people are really a lot more. Cl- they're a lot cleaner in Italy. I mean, I think just they are. They just dress nicer. I think they're just cleaner people. Well, you remember our buddy Pappy? Oh, he wasn't. He's dirty. a very dirty man. Yeah, he's a dirty man. Okay. So one draw to the restaurant is that, not surprisingly, there is no internet. Because the clientele are stripped mm. of their smartphones. They don't have to pay for internet. What do you mean? No one's, like, you're, like you said, it's a you cost. Oh, you can't bring your phone in. Well, exactly. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so, you know, no one's going to complain about the lack of internet. Yeah. But also, there's probably another reason. Pictures. Yeah. Probably people don't want pictures. Yeah, I don't, like, when I'm sitting in a public restaurant eating naked, I don't want people taking pictures of me. <laughs> That's just how I, that's how I roll. <laughs> is it like, you know, a lot of restaurants are right off the, the street and you're sitting in a window? Oh, yeah. I wonder if those restaurants are windows. See, that's a good question. Uh, probably You should not. fire probably up uh, Google Maps Street View Italy. So one thing they don't mention in the article, I'm thinking about this, is that the one thing you don't want, like, there's a few things you're just not going to order. I'm not going to order hot soup. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. It's like the benefit of not spilling wine on your shirt. Yeah. It comes along with other problems. You're going to order just cold, like, don't order cheese fondue. And don't, I, I, mean, don't, I mean, anything, these things are going to hurt. This, this could be a... Tell, I would tell the waiter to take the candles off the table. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Am I, I wrong? Do. No, you're I right. Mean, you're right. right. I mean, um, it. I think that you wouldn't... It, here's my problem. Okay. Right? So, you go into a restaurant. Do they? You're, you said they give you a towel to sit on. But do they give you a napkin to wipe your hands and face with? <laughs> I don't know if that's. Or the do you towel. have to use your towel, your yeah. butt towel? <laughs> they don't mention. They probably give you a napkin. No, well, I don't know, man. Good question. Maybe we'll have them on. Ooh, we'll have them on. We should. Man. We Maybe should call them up. But here's the thing: if if I when I'm eating, let's say a spaghetti dinner, mm-hmm. right on a Sunday, yes, I've got a nice shirt on, okay, yeah. and I am eating so very carefully. Again, okay. But right, but, but that's another thing. Hear, hear me out, hear me out. So I'm being yeah. very careful when I eat. I know. I don't want to get red sauce on my shirt. However, I look over at my two-year-old yeah. who's eating the same spaghetti yeah, shirtless, and it's just right down their entire chest. But Joe, what's, what's worse than getting hot tomato sauce on your shirt? I mean, really. What's I mean, worse than that? Yeah. Uh. I mean, <laughs> I mean that could be really a problem. <laughs> so I don't know if they think this through. I would serve just like gazpacho soup. I would serve like cold salads. I would serve ice cream. I'm sure the menu is is in this theme. Ooh, maybe they give you a shield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I mean, dude, we'll like a bib or something. Because if I eat without the restraint of clothing, mm-hmm. it's going to be just a mess. Right. I'm going to dig right in. I'm thinking they probably give you like an e-collar they give it for dogs. You know, that collar goes around <laughs> your neck just for safety. But so after dinner, the place turns into a nudist disco 
and live music now that's too funny. and live music featuring 70s and 80s revivals and group dances so dressed bodyguard body guards <laughs> keep the situation under control monitoring the dance floor and intervening if things get too heated oh really mm-hmm. so they serve food on this floor but later on they take i guess they take they probably, remove all the tables the plastic Chairs and the velvet. And they, they take all the velvet stuff out of the way. And all the, the towels. <laughs> and the to- well, down to the washroom. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for that guy. Right, yeah. So I, we want to hire you for this restaurant. Sir, I need another you, towel, please. You are the towel guy. Oh, boy. You're thinking, oh, it can be How bad could that be? You deliver <laughs> towels and pick up towels. That's your job. That's the worst <laughs> thing a waiter in that restaurant wants to hear. Yeah. Sir. May I have another towel? Or, sir, please remove this towel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have. I am done with this towel and require oh, another no. one. So, according to patron Claudia Rossi, what? Who would go to this place? Let's say, quoted this person who likes to go a lot. She said, "It's awesome. I don't have to waste hours in front of the mirror choosing a dress for the evening, as I won't be needing one anyway." I just grab my sweatsuit and gym shoes. I don't believe this. This is a true story. This, no, man, these we don't people, make up stories. If here. these people want to go and, and prance their naked bodies around in front of other people, you know they're going to be showing up there dressed to the nines. But they're not. But what was the point of that? You just walk in. You, no one's going to see you. You walk right to the to the dress room. You take off your clothes. Who cares what you're wearing? No. I mean, you know, I think it's. I'm think it's a good idea. I mean, I would probably not do it in a restaurant just because you know. It's kind of dangerous, but I would do it for like a library. You know, I or used a laundry mat. Yeah, yeah, nice nudist <laughs> library. Well, yeah, or a laundry mat. <laughs> no, <laughs> a laundry mat. I could understand because you might just want to wear the clothes you're going to wash. That's brilliant, dude. Doesn't that make more sense? Le- uh, yeah. Because what do you do with the clothes you're wearing? Like, I wish I could wash these clothes too, but they're dirty. We should totally um, make so come much up sense. with a nudist laundromat. And they probably should be like a sign on the wall, like, when the dryer is done, don't put your underwear on too fast. <laughs> let your, let it cool. Because <laughs> that- It's like the McDonald's know, uh, coffee. You know- you Coffee know, may be hot. Yeah. You know, the, the, the dryer's going to go ding, and someone's going to open it, and, like they're going to put their underwear, like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the zipper on their jeans just burning the yeah. Oh right. So they'll gosh. be you will have to make signs, you know, that kind of stuff. But Well, they should just they have the 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 lunchtime and dinner reserved for food. Then it's turned into a disco. In the morning, it should be a laundromat. This okay. rest, whatever yeah, this nudist bring restaurant in, uh, is. Bring in the uh, uh, washer and dryer. Cuz I'm sure they were like, well, mm-hmm. this this nudist um uh restaurant idea has worked out pretty well i'm sure it's a great idea but we're not making money in the evening yeah like the late the early morning or the morning yeah, yeah. you know right and I'm, I'm sure they have a washer and dryer anyways because there's no washer and dryer company in town that's going to want to wash all those towels dude they should partner up with a dry cleaner that cleans <laughs> them while you're eating <laughs> oh my gosh you bring in your clothes and, <laughs> right because you're wearing you, know, you just get undressed yeah. In in the uh, <laughs> and what you hand it to the guy and they take your they give you a ticket and, and then when you're done for the evening, th- your clothes are nicely wrapped in that kind of plastic yes. cellophane stuff. Yes. And they smell nice and here are your clothes back now pressed and nice like oh thank you and you, you know and unwrap them and take them and you're wearing clean clothes. I'm telling you, man, that's brilliant. Why hasn't why we are if wh- you're already taking your clothes off, you may as well get them cleaned. 
Right. I don't understand. They're really not seeing the big potential of all this. And that's really a shame. Um, and this is sort of an American. I, you know, America, America, people, people in America like to do a, like make the most of their time. Yeah. Right. You know, you eat on the drive in while you while you watch the latest Netflix episode of whatever. Yeah. You eat your biscuit, get your biscuit, fire up Netflix and finish the drive to work. <laughs> and that's commonplace now. That's right. Right. And and now somehow, if only I could drop off my clothes. Yeah. Uh, in at work in the morning. Yeah. Just take them off. <laughs> go back to my desk. Work eight hours. Yeah. Come up front and they're clean. So uh, it's good. So you're saying this is a great idea for work it, everywhere. Guess. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to go to more excited to go to work where it's sort of a free for all kind of yeah. And then and, and then they just move the desks around and I eat dinner there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just everything. Yeah. I'm just not going home. You know, and I think that's really what these nudist places are all about. What? Well, if you really think about it, that uh, they're wanting to get more out of the dining experience. They do. And so I think we're we're on to something. So um, we're going to try to do that for our Area's uh, 51 project. So you, stay tuned. We're going to, we're going to, so what are we going to do? I don't Set know. up a, I love this. <laughs> we're just going to come. Our latest, everyone's going to come into our winery gonna, 51 and say, why are you, why are you guys naked? Yeah, we're just going to come to the studio naked. Okay. listening to the Winefellers right here on WHUP. You've just been listening to our most popular song with the CDC, the Salmonella song. And they contacted us recently, didn't they, Mark? That's right. They, they wanted, they made the, the, it was like a theme song uh, for a particular department at the CDC. Yes, I guess there's a Salmonella department or something like that. There must be. I guess. And they loved it. Yeah. I think it went, nice. yeah, they were yeah, using that. Really, that's cool. So, um, 
in the effort of uh, trying to provide this public health service. They really enjoyed it. They, it's raising awareness when we sing songs about salmonella. And then we made a Zika song. We made a Zika song, and uh, they think that, uh, you know, against all odds, we, the Winefellers, are somehow positively affecting the community. I know. Who knew? Right. So um, we, we, we wrote another song because there's a, a very important statistic was brought to our attention. Uh, this, is, this is sad, so just please listen to this. A, a recent study from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta revealed a significant uptick in salmonella cases mm-hmm. due to an alarming number of people having apparently contracted the disease from kissing their backyard mm-hmm. chickens. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is real. This is real. This is real. And it's a problem. We looked it up and verified it. This is real. Mm-hmm. According to their research at the CDC, 13% of all the chicken-related salmonella cases studied mm. from, and they, they, do, they study this, yeah, believe me, from do. 1990 to mm. 2014 were due in part to some human on chicken smooching. It's it's a fact. When you when I first saw that number, thirteen percent, I needed I needed the actual number, Mark. Right, so we had to go we had to do some digging. How many people were getting salmonella because they were kissing their chickens? Thirteen so percent. We went back into the microfiche and what did we find? Two thousand six hundred and thirty people. That averages out to about hundred ten a year. Wow. They are getting sick from kissing their chickens this is a problem joe and i've I've said this long before the cdc said anything about it i was i've been talking about this since 1982 (laughs) (laughs) it is a serious health crisis which is why they've involved the wine fellers yeah that number 110 a year Mm -hmm. i looked up some other stats okay um just to get a sense of how common or maybe not common this is yeah 150 people every year die from coconuts falling out of trees that's right i can see it and so depending on how these studies work out you're almost more likely to know someone who has died from a coconut (laughs) falling on their head yes so you know and in some cases it could flip you know these numbers aren't precise no it's not i mean we'll never know for sure if your friend Charlie down the street died from kissing his chicken because people it's not a kind of thing people talk about too much is my understanding right I mean, I mean, that's my belief about it it's like you're more likely to know someone who's been struck by lightning right <laughs> much much more likely right and the CDC also reported that uh, what was it 46 percent of the response respondents admitted that they keep chickens in their house that was one of the more disturbing pieces that I came across until yeah. the next item which said 10% of respondents confessed that they kept chickens in their bedroom, Mark. Which was interesting, the same percentage that keep chickens in, <laughs> in their bathroom. <laughs> I mean, why? I don't understand what's going on. And we're not making this up. And we are not making These this up. There, this is a CDC number. This is a health you know, a crisis, maybe, in some departments at the CDC. But when we heard this, we said, how could we not? sit on our bottoms, and do nothing about this. And so we did with the next song you're about to hear. The Winefellers wish to remind you, please, don't be kissing on your chicken. Postcard. My heart 
race for that bird But then the CDC gave me the word They say I'm not living right But I've been eating egg whites CDC says it'll be alright But there's an urge they say I've got to fight Don't be kissing on your chicken You'll be salmonella stricken No licking on your chicken Even if she's a vixen Look, even if you think you're smitten Please don't allow yourself to become a victim you really need to make it your mission. Don't be kissing on your chicken. Don't be kissing on your chicken. You'll be salmonella stricken. No licking on your chicken, even if she's a vixen. segment of the week. Your good fellers, Mark and Joe, explore the exciting world of tasting and pairing wine. And remember, we're always on the lookout for suggestions from you. So let's pop the cork right now on this week's episode of The Wine Feller. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Mom. so excited that we have one of our favorite guests. I don't know how many times he's been on the show, but he's on again because we just can't get enough of Alex Coates. Welcome to the show. And every time you come on, we learn some new things. We How you doing, Alex? I am fabulous. He dropped some knowledge bombs on us. He drops uh, some knowledge bombs. And a hangover. Oh, man. Yeah, what did we have last time, Mark? I don't know, but it was classy. I don't know. I, there was, uh, Something was frozen. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> right. You, you, uh, Alex, you brought in... Oh. I think it was a Daly's mocktail. <laughs> a mocktail. Yeah, so what are we? what's going on? What are we doing this time? You've got I, a I'm, lot of weird stuff out right now, man. I got the chemistry to lab out today. Um, the, so the concept of this is the day after a party. You know, you, you've got all this random stuff left over. We've all been it's not geez. enough of any one thing to really enjoy that, but when you mix it together right, you do a little <laughs> alchemy. Yeah, there's like not enough of on. just one, right? Yeah. You know? Right. And you gotta, so, wait, this is like a step beyond excruciatingly cheap. Yeah, this is free. Goods, yes. For which you're known. <laughs> yeah, th this is this is more than fr uh, frugal. This is, this is well into free. <laughs> some of this, like, imagine some of this stuff, like, People just brought. They left this because right. there wasn't enough to take home. <laughs> so excruciatingly free alcohol that we're going to be, I guess, pouring today. And I and I, I see I see that you brought alcohols that I normally 
wouldn't drink, especially when they are like uh, half. I, I'm bottles. looking at like beers that are open here. Oh, yeah. Kind of some just there's, some. Oh man. Literally dregs some, in the bottom some of it. Stale champagne. Yeah. Oh a, my gosh. This champagne. is actually gonna be challenging. But I also see just some leftover. Is that gin? I can't quite see. Oh from here. well, I mean, there's like Jägermeister. An ounce and a half a Jäger. There's, so you, you but know. you also brought like an ice shaker and well, because you know you're gonna need some supplies. I mean, the, and this is stuff you might already have. You know, some glassware. The ah. actually, what's great, the fruit was left over too. That was nice. I, when we closed down the bar on Saturday, I literally looked at my bartender and went, "I'll take all the fruit." <laughs> so it's we're it's, gonna need. So it. it's really like taking lemons and making lemonade alcohol style. Um, well, oh, Mark, that's nice. Is that what we're doing? We're 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 trying to you know emulate limoncello maybe. Okay. Ooh. All right. You're well, gonna make. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna take. Really? You're gonna take all this crazy half-consumed liquor and you're beer. You're gonna make something. Nice. And you're gonna right now in front of us make something. Well, we're we're gonna start off with a shot. All right. Describe I, I, for I our know, listeners. Good I know, idea. I know Joe loves a shot. I Great love a shot. idea. We're gonna make Mark have this with us. Well, and it's gonna make the the drinks that follow much easier <laughs> yes. to, to I, deal with. I'm thinking that the last one we might even enjoy. Well, for, the, for those who are playing at home, they're going to want to know how they can make it along with us in the show because they'll get out their supplies. So what are we doing? So this one is kind of a modification of a classic college shot. It's, um, uh, I think the, the name of it is Liquid Crack. Oh, I have okay. not heard this one haven't yet. haven't heard that and, one. Um, and we're, we're modifying it up a little bit because we... we because it's leftovers, you don't necessarily have the <laughs> you, right thing. You got to work with what you're you, given. Yeah. Well, you know, some of us do that harder than others. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> but, so for this one, it uh, you need some Jaeger. So we're gonna go with let's call that pouring that an, in a little tumbler let, there. Let, let's call that an mm. ounce and a half of Jaeger. So you pour the rest of now Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> the I noticed you brought that in. You were missing the lid. Um. No. No. The the lid was there. I see. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> okay. It looks like it's been chewed on a little. Okay. So that. that that was the rest, the, the leftover of Jaeger. Um, which normally I do not touch. This is a, a once in a year occasion for the wine fellers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the the running joke is I'm not legally allowed to drink Jaeger. I make poor decisions. <laughs> There's like a, a judge somewhere has said you need to stay a hundred yeah. feet away from this person and a, you can never and Jaegermeister. Restraining order from Jaeger. You a, a judge, uh, four ex girlfriends, two sheriffs. You know, no one's counting. <laughs> All right, so we got Jaeger so, into Jaeger. Your shaker. Now normally. Uh, you would have um, uh, rumplements and uh, um, uh, oh, what's the, uh, the the cinnamon liqueur? I actually wrote this down because I knew I would forget. Well, if you're just joining us on the Wine Fellers, we have ridiculously free alcohol that uh, <laughs> Alex Coates is mixing together to make uh, some unusual poor wines into something wonderful. I have no idea what you're mixing together so, over there. Normally, it would be one part Jaeger, one part rumplements, and one part Goldschlager. Oh yeah. Um, we don't have uh, Rumpelmints or Goldschlager, but we've got Peppermint Schnapps and Hot Damn. Hey! Uh, and what? Hot Damn. Or, hot Darn? Oh, you can, no, you can say. I think so. Yeah, yeah sure. Right, I mean, right, it's a right, product. It's a product. <laughs> I was talking about ta butt towels earlier. Yeah, yeah, well, you definitely said that. Okay. Po so. Poopery? Yeah, I've heard of that one, too. So, it's a one-to-one -one ratio of all of them. You give it a little shake. Uh-huh. This is really just uh, uh, this. This looks. This looks a little frightening. The ice, um, I'm sure, was free. It's a nice color. The, actually, the ice was free. I yeah. got it from a local establishment. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Lord. Okay, oh, look well, at this. Uh, Woo! Yeah. Well, you do a very nice job pouring the uh, 
the uh, through the shaker and the glass. Very professional looking. That's uh, we yeah. like that. Now it's it's nice. It's so fancy. Ooh, but I we're drinking leftover leftover yeah, you're, you're alcohol. You're a good couple feet away from me, and, and yeah, it's no, I potent. smell it. There's a sickening. Joe, jo, I want you yeah, to we start just, with uh, this. We just need to. Uh, yeah, and if I if I have a cold, anything in here is going to kill it. I now, guarantee. Now this you. just looks like a beer to me. It it's looks like a big glass of bad decision, And it just Joe. smells, this smells really bad. I'm going to take a giant gulp of it here. Now you have a cold. I'm going to drink first. Yeah, okay. I'll, okay. I'll go last, guys. Mark right. is the brave one here. L- liquid crack. What you think, Mark? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. Here, Alex, I'll let you go so yeah. I don't give you my sickness. Yeah, I, I taste the cinnamon. Yeah, I, the cinnamon smell is very overwhelming. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a little bit. Can drinking yeah. the whole thing Ooh. there. Leave some for me. Yeah, somebody like put here. It is. Oh, there's plenty for you. Good lord. Okay, goodness it's like, gracious. It's like a cinnamon drink with five packs of saccharin in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I kind of like this. I oh, thought good. you might. Good. Joe. It just goes down so easily. It does. It's, it it's got a reminiscent of like big red chewing gum. Oh, and, big red chewing gum and, yeah. and mouthwash. Yeah. Yes, it is like mouthwash, and yes. um, it goes down so easily. It's nice that it's chilled. That helps. that helps. If this was at room temperature, I don't think I'd do this. All um, right. So well, you could, but I couldn't. So what do you think? Is it an official uh, Winefeller's recommendation then? This would be a great drink for the holidays. I, <laughs> Which holiday? <they're, laughs> you know, all the ones around, you Arbor, know. Arbor Day. All, yeah. all of them. <laughs> all the winter holidays. Arbor Day. Not Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Yeah, Day any, any day. Any day. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's, it's drinkable. It's good, Mark. Yeah. I'm giving it okay. Winefeller's thumb up. Uh, if we don't do thumbs up, we do bottle caps. Okay, I'm giving it like a bo- one up bottle cap. Uh, I think or do I give it like one out of five bottle? Yeah, we do caps. five bottle caps. I, I want to give it a cork and a half. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Out of five? Out of five. I'm okay. doing. I'm doing four. Four corks. Four corks. Okay. Or bottle caps, whatever you want to call it. Well, uh, am I raining on the party if I say? Can you do zero? I'm not gonna do zero. Well, I'll say half. A, a, a quarter half. of a. All right, a, Mark's a, not a big fan. I'll say uh, half. Alex, what do we got next? All right, so coming up next, this was actually a sample dropped off. It was uh, Grand Vino Cezanne. It's a um, an Italian, um, awful, awful sweet uh, beverage that uh, that just looks old and disgusting. Like well, it's been sitting. Why in is my, it so brown? Um, it comes that way. Okay. It, I mean, this it's this looks like an old port. old bottle. It looks and smells like cough medicine. Okay. Okay, Very that's good. a great start. Yeah. I, that's what I thought. All right, so that's going in with this, what? This is going to help your cold there. So we are going to get so sick we're from gonna, drinking we're these gonna different gonna things. We're going to kind of do a sangria out of this. What do you normally use this for? I don't know. <laughs> no, and, and hence why it was laying around. Yeah. Did I, you bring any rubbing alcohol? Um, I almost I thought about it. Uh, we're going to add in a little uh, uh, orange liqueur. I see that. Ooh. See. Now, what's the thought behind the orange liqueur and uh, the... Um, <laughs> obviously, just anything to make it more easily stomachable. More booze, uh, okay, and real orange and some fruit. Yeah, just you have all sorts of stuff. Orange. We, and, we've uh, got fruit. And We're gonna uh, add some juice. Wow, you have a little mixer juice. A little cranberry. That orange looks a little old. Now, old. is this only a day? Is there a thought in this, or are you just kind of throwing this together? Wait. This this one is a little seat of the pants. Okay, I feel like you're just sort I'm of lo- throwing he's stuff just mixing in there. it with a pocket you're knife there. With your pocket that's good. Knife. Yeah, that's good. Oh, oh yeah, that's a surprised this, look on his face smells, after he smelled it. This smells all right. All right. Is it better than the 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 Christmas holiday festive (laughs) drink we just had? And I see you brought pork rinds. Is that going to be a good pairing with this? I think the pork rinds are going to pair really well with this. And you left the the, uh, orange in the. uh, To get some of the essential oils out of the peel. (laughs) Of course. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, now, are we? Mark's drinking this. I'm going to get his response, but I'm going to get these pork rinds ready. Oh man, He's, that, you're holding your head. That's. <laughs> I feel a little queasy. Give it to Alex so he can drink it, so I can drink it. Keep it together, Mark. Keep it together, Mark. Keep it together, Mark. <laughs> you, you've got All this, right. Mark. <laughs> Mark, you're not looking too good over there, buddy. Yeah, I'm a little peaked on that one. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting try. That's something. It's something. What do you think, Alex? <laughs> Passing it over here. You didn't drink nearly as much of oh, that. No, one. I'm actually sweating. Oh, there's just a you. You just have a lemon floating in here. <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> there's just a lemon float. This looks really bad. Well, you know, this lo- and this smells really bad. And for later, if you're just joining, oh gee, if you're just joining us, we're going to be posting the recipes later on the website. If you'd like to recreate these uh, oh. wonderful, wonderful concoctions oh. on the wine fellers, as we are doing. Oh, you know what that tastes like? Soy sauce. <laughs> old, it, yeah, old soy sauce. Old soy sauce mm-hmm. with a mixed with, mix with cough I mean, medicine. Yeah. Oh, so, 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 how many bottle caps would you give this one out of five? Would you say? Well, if if it was soy sauce, which is I would <laughs> give it. It would be a very interesting soy sauce. Like I, w- I want to put this on some sushi. Yeah. So I can you know drink while I'm eating raw fish. Yes. Because it seems like something I'd want to do. Yes. Um, I give this. But it's not soy sauce. So? So I give it, I give it, I give it one bottle cap. Yeah. I, I might only give it a half. This tastes so incredibly bad. Yeah, I can't. I, I ha- I'm setting this now, one aside, think, Alex. No, this last one I actually know in is first, good. In first time in Winefeller's history, I'm going to have to give this zero. Now, this last Mark. one. Mark. I know. I'm, I'm th- sorry. This last one. But maybe it, it goes better with the pork rind. If uh, if you don't think the, that the first taste of this is good, you just need three or four more. Now, now Of this, this is, next one? Yes. This is. Um, I saw you letting something on fire. Yes. So I, I prepped this up really quick. It's. Um, Don't tell our station manager. It, it, it's Red Bull. Yeah. I, I prefer sugar free. Uh, I'm trying to you know cut back on on the the sugar. Um, and absinthe. Oh, I and, like absinthe. And yeah. Flaming. Uh, you you squeeze a, an orange rind and light the uh, the oil on fire as it comes off. Oh, that's wow. nice. Um, I invented this drink a couple years ago. This is called the A bomb. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. All right. And this this one's just in the glasses. This one chilled, Alex. Um, the the Red Bull was cold. Nice, nice. This is and Mark's taking a couple swigs of it. All right, this one's drinkable. Yeah, I pass it over to him. No, I don't want to give no, him it, it's, cold. It's drinkable. It's absinthe. So no, it's, I mean, it's, it's not it's, bad. It's, it's going to grab you. How do the how do the barbecued pork rinds go with these drinks, Mark? Well, the pork rinds uh, went well. The last one for sure. <laughs> well, anything but, uh, would good yeah. to get the. Oh, now this smells. Ooh, this smells really nice. This, this will cure whatever's right, inside we'll you. No, <laughs> this one I like. It has kind of a citrusy taste to it. The Red Bull doesn't overpower the taste of the. Oh, that's good. You, that's real good. You yeah. have to accept the uh, the the anise flavor first. Yeah, and you know I, I, I do that. like absinthe. I accept and that. This this I could drink. This would be a really nice mid morning, uh, you know, drink before you send off the kids to school. <sighs> <laughs> or or right after you send the kids off to school. I'm kidding, of course. Did you say you send this drink with the kids to school? I am joking, of course. But this is you know this is drinkable. No, but so. this is good. Well, I mean, it, this reminds me of like a a mimosa on you yeah, know on ether. It's like a <laughs> no, but it's like a brunch. It's like a brunch drink. Well, it, it's a brunch shot. Brunch shot. Well, brunch shot. then why is it sixteen ounces? It's incredibly <laughs> powerful. Because this is really good. You should have another another because, because we can handle our booze. Because oh, okay. the uh, the thing the thing with this is this is what you want in the morning. Because you drink if you drink a mimosa, orange juice, yeah. and champagne, you're not getting that Red Bull. Uh, yeah, and you want that in the morning. You do. 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm Mark, you feeling it. okay? No, it's, you know, the last one I did like. I think it's just the mixing of it all in my Now, guys, we, we, we have to get through this. We all have, right. we have so, four, four minutes left so, so the last of thing the I'm most awesome wine fellers ever. What have we got? It is, is one of my favorites of the affordable wines. It's, um, I don't know if Mark's ready for this. Jo- Johnny Bootlegger. What uh, is that? Um, it, it's a fortified beverage. It's twelve percent. Um, purple. It, it's, it is. It it tastes well. It tastes like something from my. Is childhood. there something I'm floating in there? Out. Where did you find this thing? Bootlegger. It's, it says it says grape shot, sing song sour grape is the flavor. Do it. Are you, it well, well, Mark. Mark just wants a taste of it. He's taking a little sip. Yeah. This is one of the ingredients in the drink. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm drinking grape high C. It's definitely drinkable. No, aren't you making a drink out of this, or are we just drinking this? Oh, we're just going to have a... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wanted to cleanse I like Mark's you, palate uh, a little. You, you, well, find, have, another one in. you find the nice ones in the group, <laughs> and you're like, we'll just drink these straight. We'll just drink these, yeah. yeah. Now, believe it or not, it's very drinkable. I mean, it's just like high C and yeah, it, some grain alcohol, I guess. I, but I really think they're marketing to kids because this tastes to me exactly like a grape slush puppy. Well, well whenever whenever I, want, I wanted to bring more <laughs> of that onto our crazy kids corner. Well, whenever you're calling it's not a flavor sing-song grape, I mean, yet I wonder, you know. So I'm going to try this now. Okay. Um, and then we can all rate it. It's got a gentleman. He looks like uh, you know Dick Tracy. He looks sophisticated. So he, if somebody wanted you know. to buy Sing Song Grape, how much is this going to run you? Um, I think that half pint was like two dollars. Woo! Nice. And then pricey. and then I just love and, how but it's 12%, I swear so you're your did, I swear someone yeah. ashed in this at the party that you brought I, it from. <laughs> they because, may have. Uh, you know, there's something in here. Well, I think that helps the flavor a little bit. Right, well, fun. you know, it, okay. Here we go. I'm going to try it now. Oh yeah, that's just easy to drink. Easy. It's, well, especially it's like right. if you when you offer someone this after you tell them to drink this bottle of soy sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, this is delicious. Yeah, that, that's as easy as Sunday morning. So I, I give that, uh, I would give that uh, three, uh, three bottle caps. I think I'm going for five bottle caps. Wow, five of you. Five bottle caps. Now, now, now the drink we don't have time for. Is, no, we is have actually, time. Is, is we'll a, make time. Uh, well, it, you it's got pretty, better it's, drink quick. It's quick. It's it's actually very classic. It is champagne and Guinness. And oh, oh yeah, we're making time for this. And the okay. Guinness is the beer that was open. Well, when that's we came like in a snake. Isn't that like a snake bite? Uh, basically, it's a yeah, snake yeah, bite. Yeah. I like snake bites. Um, isn't a snake bite something you don't want? Well, well, only big. a serpent. No, Guinness Insider is a snake bite. So I think that's kind of like that. And I, I wouldn't mind that. This is wonderful. And he's layering pour, pour, it like he's you're supposed pouring to. down the spoon. Yeah, it's not So bad. we got, sh- it's like a black and tan with the champagne on the bottem. Yeah. It, it's this is good. looking really good. And guys, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you, we got a yeah, great got, show we, coming so on after us. When we got gonna, one, literally one minute to right. drink this and get well, off the air. We're going to be drinking as we say goodbye to you. It's great stuff. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can't drink it. You can't even drink it. I'm drinking it. Here I'm we go. Quiz. But Alex, oh. you are you are welcome anytime. We love having you on. We learn actually more than we'd expect to. Mark, this smells horrible, so, but it tastes so good. So please promise to come on again. We didn't get to your Hawaiian salad, but, <laughs> but, but, but next time, keep, just keep it in the fridge, and we'll, ha- it. we'll have you on again. Alex, thank, thank you, thank so, you much so much for joining yeah. us today. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to another exciting episode of The Wine Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. 
But the good news is, is that the fun can continue online. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com, where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week. Songs and melodies change and change and sway, but they still stay the same. The songs that we sung when the dark days come are the songs that we sung when we chased them away. If I ever found a pot of gold, I'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines, cause I'm gonna die. With a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories Love, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is another day The cats are out to play, to play That old rusty spaceship wants to sail Into the Milky Way again On a river of red, red wine
Good evening, Hills.